Hey, what is going down in my on the air universe? Before we get started, I just want to let you know that today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today and become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at podgo.co. And be sure to add Am I on the Air in that section where it asks you, How'd you hear about Podgo? You heard it right here, Am I on the Air? So make sure you fill that out in the application. Thanks, everyone, and enjoy the show. Hi, Am I on the Air? Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's tag grounded, I don't trust these ceilings Spread a crush your nose, and I'm on your air High as next on the cloud Am I in the air, Sunday night's prime time I flex my better Voltron Transform to DX Don, Mega And Austin, you probably think I'm nice Cause I slow like a stream to your wireless device And the smoke full of steam any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice uh, And for the latest and what is best about I Tune in and tune the rest out, Don You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air Well, what is going down, everybody? Welcome back, 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 back to another brand new edition of Am I on the Air? I am your humble host, Don Mega, and I welcome you, everybody, to the program. It's season 22, episode 18. Tonight's show is titled Legacy of Man. So, we are broadcasting live here from the Red Dragons Radio Studios here in lovely Tucson, Arizona on this Monday, May the 10th. May the 10th be with you. No, it doesn't work anymore. (laughs) That's what worked last week when we did the show from Star Wars Day. It was May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. Uh, But today, yes, it is May 10th and we are ready for another week's worth of... Of the latest and the greatest when it comes to entertainment news, television, movies, reviews, right here, Am I on the Air? Got a couple movies to talk about, got a couple TV shows to talk about, and then we will get you caught up with the latest news of the last week. Are you ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so this past weekend, and don't forget, this is non-spoiler, so don't worry, don't worry, I won't spoil nothing. This last weekend, we got back to the movie theater. I love getting back to the theaters, man. Um, And we checked out the brand new Jason Statham movie directed by Guy Ritchie, Wrath of Man. And I saw this in IMAX. I always love seeing movies in IMAX and just getting that big screen and sound style. That is the way movies are intended to be seen. But Wrath of Man, you know, I've been listening and hearing about this movie for the last year when they started putting it together. And this movie was actually supposed to come out in April. It was supposed to be out already last month. But when Black Widow moved from its what we should have seen this weekend, it was supposed to come out May 7th, so I should have been sitting here talking to you about Black Widow. But Black Widow was pushed from May 7th to July 9th. 
And then Wrath of Man said, you know what? We will gladly take that May 7th release date. So they shifted and they wanted to be the first, basically the first big movie to come out the gate for the summer movie season of 2021. So this movie here, I'll tell you, I loved it. I really, really did. The action is awesome. Jason Statham is awesome. This does not feel like a Guy Ritchie movie. And some people will be disappointed by that. Others will love that. I will say I fell more on the love that side because his normal style of movie is very hit and miss with me. I know a lot of people love things like Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels and all of his, you know, The Gentleman and all, all of his like overly British type of action movies. Uh, I'm, I like a lot of them, but I'm not a big fan of them. So going into this one, I was a little hesitant because I was like, which way is this going to lean? Um, but this, this you could tell from the trailers, this wasn't his typical kind of movie because of the cast, right? Uh, typically, he has a lot of the same cast in there. And this one didn't seem to have that. But I'm checking it out and just it is just a straightforward, really kind of hardcore action movie. And I love me some good action movies. So I like the way he put this together. He was a writer on this movie. He wrote the screenplay. Because I've heard some people be like, oh, well, he's just, he was just a director for hire on this movie. Because it's not really a Guy Ritchie movie. No, this is really a Guy Ritchie movie. He wrote the script. He produced it. He directed it. I mean, this is something he wanted to do. Um, I think he just wanted to try something different, you know? I mean, it's just like you can't be the same thing your entire career. Don't forget, this is the same guy that directed Aladdin a couple years ago. I mean, <laughs> he shocks us sometimes. Um, but this thing has Jason Statham. It's got uh, Holt McCallney, Scott Eastwood, Jeffrey Donovan, Laz Alonzo from The Boys. Josh Hartnett pops up in this thing. Um, I mean, it's actually got a really solid cast. And, you know... Jason Statham plays this character named H who signs up to join this company that is a, you know, cash truck company doing deposits and carrying around lots of money. Um, but there's been a string of robberies and it's about this robbery that goes wrong and he's trying to get in and, you know, basically revenge flick without me giving away too much. Something happens uh, and there's a reason why he wants to work for this company to kind of gain revenge. Um, and you can see in the trailer kind of what happens, you know, with his son and everything. So, um, I like I said, I really liked it. The action was great. Jason Zatham was great. The twists and turns were great. Um, and I had a blast with this. So, I would give Wrath of Man four out of five stars. I highly recommend you check it out, especially if you like action movies and you like Jason Statham. I think you'll really, really enjoy this one. So, four out of five stars for Wrath of Man. Now, this next movie... Whew, this is some this is probably the weirdest dumbest movie you'll ever see all year if you do decide to watch this but I over the weekend decided to check out a movie called Psycho Gorman and this was a movie that came out a couple months back at the beginning of the year and it's it's about these siblings right a brother sister Mimi and Luke uh, who end up resurrecting an ancient alien overlord using a magical amulet they force the monster to obey their childish whims and accidentally attract a rogues gallery of intergalactic assassins to a small town suburbia 
Yes, that is the premise And it's as batshit crazy as that sounds Uh, These kids are playing in the backyard They come across this glowing rock Uh, The little girl takes it And then this demon Alien demon comes out Who's just all about death and destruction Uh, And as he goes to kill the kids She pulls the rock out And he stops And she finds out that Basically he whoever wields the stone Can control him So even though he wants to kill them And he wants to kill all these other people in the town She controls what he does And there's nothing he could do about it Because she has that rock Um, It it makes for some really funny stuff I mean for as violent and gory As this movie is um, It's got a ton of humor Because it's funny as hell Watching this alien Want to kill people And rip people's heads off Um, And then you know, but he can't because of this, you know, because of this stone. So that's what's so funny about that. So, um, yeah, uh, it, it's overall the movie's silly as hell. There, it's not something I'm going to sit and recommend because this is definitely not going to be for everybody. Um, it's very, very B rated, C level rated kind of a movie. Um, it's very low budget. Um, you know, if you like those kind of things, really over the top, puppeteering looking aliens, and you know, it's cheesy and it's very low budget. But if you're into that kind of stuff, I mean, watch the trailer. I know not a lot of people know about this movie. Watch the trailer, and if you laugh at the trailer and you think it looks kind of interesting, then you know, I think you should check it out. But this is going to be a very, very niche kind of thing that will work for some and not for others. So, Psycho Gorman, if I had to put a score on it, I don't know, man. It's somewhere between, you know, two and a half to, you know, three stars. It kind of falls in that range there somewhere where it's like a little better than okay, but not quite good. It's just kind of be good. So, there you go. Psycho Gorman. Now, let's switch on over to the television side. And... Over here on the TV side, of course, the biggest thing this weekend was Netflix dropping Jupiter's Legacy. This is a show I've been waiting for for quite some time. It's based on a graphic novel by Mark Millar, uh, who of course did Kick-Ass and The Kingsman. Uh, This is his superhero show, and it's about a family of superheroes um, who are kind of getting on the older side, and then their kids kind of stepping up and stepping into the roles that their parents kind of started for them. This is led by Josh Dumal, who plays the Utopian. Uh, his wife is Leslie Bibb uh, in the show, and then of course you got a bunch of side characters, a lot of people with powers. Um, right now, the volume one has come out, and it's eight eight episodes long. I have watched the first six episodes so far. And I really dig it I do think it's a good show Um, It jumps around a lot And sometimes that's always That's always one of those things for me That it's like it could be distracting Because the the show Does a lot of flashbacks to show you How Josh Dumal and his Family get their powers Uh, But it takes a long time But it's a lot of weird flashbacks I like a lot of the current day stuff So the show consistently jumps back and forth between every episode Um, Not that the flashback stuff is bad It's just sometimes it's just it's like okay let's go already You know it's just it's taking a long time to get there Because I think they're trying to stretch this flashback story out for the entire 8 episodes But I'm really intrigued with the current day and the state of the people And you know like the just 
what the world is founded upon and what are these superheroes supposed to be doing and what their code is and everything like that. So it's kind of interesting to see unfold and we'll have to wait and see you know what ends up happening with this show if it's going to be a hit. I know it seems to be very divided right now. Some people really like it, some people don't. Um, so I'll be curious to see what the ratings are like and what Netflix decides if it should stick around or not because I definitely would like to see more, especially since they kind of labeled this as like a volume one. I would love to see volume two, <laughs> but you know, I'm of course a sucker for superhero stuff, but I, I think it's actually really good. Uh, and yeah, I think the characters are interesting and, um, we'll see where it goes, man. We'll see how the show wraps up, uh, for me. Like I said, I'm six episodes in and hopefully I'll finish it tonight or tomorrow. And then, uh, we can talk about it again next week. The other new show that I checked out is a new Peacock original, um, and it's a comedy. It's called Girls Five Eva, and we've and if you've listened to this show for a long time, you listen to me talk about this show because I used to always laugh at the show title, like what the hell is Girls Five Eva? It doesn't make any sense. Well, when you see the show now, it makes sense. It's based on a song. Um, it's about a cheesy '90s girl group. Um, that pretty much had one big hit and then some, you know, subpar hits after that and kind of faded away. Um, but in the show, they kind of talk about, you know, forever is too short, so they're going to be five Eva, which is like for like really forever. Um, it's super, super cheesy, but man, this show's actually really, really funny. It really is. Um, this is produced by Tina Fey, and everyone in this in this show is carries their weight. Like I said, it, it shows you where they were famous way back in the day. And they get this resurgence because there's a new hip-hop artist and he uses a sample of their song in the background, which causes you know some people to be like, hey, what's this original track that's in the back? And it kind of gives them like a resurgence. And then they want to make a comeback and make some new songs and stuff like that. So the whole season has dropped. It's available right now on Peacock. It is a Peacock original. Um, and I'm about... I think I'm four episodes in right now, and it, like I said, it's a little half-hour comedy. Um, it's it's super cheesy, but like I said, it's really funny. It's smart, witty little humor um, that kind of goes and just works for the show. And and everybody, like I said, everybody in it's great. The little jokes that they drop throughout it. Sometimes there's such a small little drop of something, and if you catch it, you're like, that was actually really really smart to do there. Um, so yeah, so I really, really like it. I'll continue to binge this one. Check out Girls 5 Ever if you have Peacock. And lastly, I just want to shout out Search Party. This is a show that I have been binging for the last couple weeks. There's four seasons out, and I finally made it through all four seasons. This show is awesome. It's also super crazy where it went from season one through where it ends up in season four. I don't want to give anything away, but it's crazy. And I did not expect this show to take those kind of twists and turns. So if you're looking for something to binge, I recommend to check out Search Party. It's on HBO Max, and I think you'll really, really dig it. Um, it's awesome. And they've already renewed it for season five, and I really can't even imagine what season five is going to be <laughs> coming off of season four. So 
Check it out if you can. I just wanted to shout that one out since I'm done binging all four seasons. And another side note, I just found out that season five, the final season of Kim's Convenience, will be hitting Netflix next month in June. Um, This is a show that I got super into as well. The first four seasons are on Netflix. Uh, Season five is coming next month, I believe, in the first week, like June 5th or something like that. Um, for the uh, fifth and final season So super super excited to finish up Kim's Convenience Another hilarious show that's on Netflix That I think more people need to watch Okay That's our reviews guys We got Wrath of Man which is now in theaters And I say 4 out of 5 stars on that Psycho Gorman which you can rent on premium VOD uh, 2.5 to 3 stars on that uh, On the TV side Jupiter's Legacy Check that out on Netflix Girls 5 Eva on Peacock And Search Party on HBO Max Okay There's your news of the week Let's get going in uh, Sorry that's our reviews of the week Let's get going into our news of the week Um, News dropped right away last week after we did last week's show that Loki, which is coming out very, very soon in June, um, has actually been bumped up a couple days. It was coming out June 11th. It'll now come out on June 9th. And some people will see that June 9th is a Wednesday. That's right. So uh, Loki is actually going to be on Wednesdays. Coming to Disney Plus starting on June 9th So there you go man no more waiting till Friday we're going to be watching Loki on Wednesdays very very Cool Ben Mendelsohn has Joined Daisy Ridley in the Marsh King's daughter Marvel Studios Blade has been Pushed back and they're going to start Filming in 2022 That's right they were supposed to start filming uh, Later this year um, But they're still tweaking The script so it's been pushed back to start filming in 2022 So we'll have to wait a little bit longer for Blade We have the trailer uh, for this movie Hero Mode Which stars Sean Astin It's a video game comedy So check that out, Hero Mode DC supposedly is searching for a black actor and black director For its upcoming Superman film Yes, it looks like they are going to be moving forward With an African American Superman um, that is based on you know that line of the comic books. Now, where the discrepancy comes in is: is it going to be the Black Superman from the comic books, or is it going to be Clark Kent? Are they going to just turn Clark Kent black? Um, that's something that we're not a hundred percent sure on. Depending on which article you read, some say he'll be Kal-el, some say he'll be uh, Calvin uh, Harris. So. I don't know which way they're going to go with it But this sounds like the J.J. Abrams produced movie That's written by Tenoshi Coates um, Is going to actually have a black actor and director for it So we'll see what happens man I still wish that they do this as an Elseworld kind of thing Like Joker And then that way we can still have Henry Cavill as Superman In the main timeline as Clark And then you have this different iteration of Superman That we've never seen before on the big screen um, In its own Elseworld That would be really really cool So We'll have to see how it pans out, but that is the news on Superman for now. Holly Hunter's in talks to lead the film adaptation of Sue Miller's uh, Monogamy. Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead is actually going to arrive in Cinemark theaters. Yes, so Cinemark will be exclusively filming the movie. Um, It comes out on Netflix on May 21st, but it's actually going to hit Cinemark theaters a week early this Friday. So I might have to look for a Cinemark theater and see if uh, I would love to see Army of the Dead on the big screen. Ken Jeong. Is set to star in Amazon Prime's videos Shoot the Moon That's right, it's a half hour series That's in the works over on Amazon And Ken Jeong is currently set to star in it 
Blake Lively is set to star in Diablo Cody's adaptation for Netflix, Lady Killer. So I love this. Great. I love Blake Lively. I think this Lady Killer is going to be awesome. And I, I think this is a great pairing. So I love this casting here. Issa Rae and City Girls, HBO Max series Rap Shit, gets a trio of actresses. That's right. Um, they're putting in uh, Ada Osmond and Chameleon and Jonika Booth. All in the upcoming comedy Rap Shit, which is a working title and can be changed down the road. Chris Lowell has joined my best friend's exorcism adaptation of Grady Hendrix's novel. Janine Garofalo has joined Billions Season 5 over on Showtime. Henry Golding has joined Netflix's modern Jane Austen pick called Persuasion. Adrian Brody has joined HBO Succession for Season 3. We finally found our new Red Sonia. That's right, and Hannah John Kamen has officially been cast as Red Sonia. Of course, I know most people will know her as Ghost from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, she is pretty damn awesome. I love this casting. Good one there for Red Sonia. We have the trailer for Netflix's new movie, Awake, which stars Gina Rodriguez. Paramount Plus's Rugrats trailer has dropped. Yes, the new reimagining is coming to Paramount Plus later this month, and they dropped that first trailer. Netflix's and STX's action thriller Gunpowder Milkshake has officially received an R rating. That's what I was expecting, and this is one I'm looking forward to with all the female action stars uh, doing this one here that is coming to Netflix now. John David Washington is set to star in Gareth Edwards' new sci-fi film called True Love. The Mandalorian Season 3 will be strong with the Force. That's all I got for you. Just take that and run with it. Um, let's see here. New York Governor Andrew, uh, Andrew Cuomo says Broadway will reopen to 100% capacity by September 14th. So a lot of good news there for New Yorkers. Um Madison Bailey and Antonia Gentry are set for the new YA movie To All the Boys from the To All the Boys producer. We don't have a title for the new YA show yet, but this is the casting that has come for that. Um, let's see. Robert Kirkman says that Universal's Renfield is going to be an extremely violent comedy. Oh, I love the sound of that. An extremely violent comedy. Uh, we have the final teaser trailer for A Quiet Place Part 2, which comes out the end of the month, Memorial Day weekend. I'm there. I'm super excited for A Quiet Place 2. This new trailer was awesome. We also got a teaser trailer for Stranger Things 4, which gets me excited for the fact that there was a lot of rumors that we wouldn't even get Stranger Things Season 4 until next year in 2022. I feel like because this teaser dropped, that's not the case, and we might actually get it this year. So that's my fingers across for that. We have the trailer for the new Sailor Moon Eternal movie. That's right, Pretty Guardian, Sailor Moon Eternal. Uh, the voice cast has been revealed, and a new trailer has dropped, so you can check that out. We have an article up with Mads Mikkelsen talking about replacing Johnny Depp in Fantastic Beast 3, so some more information on that. NBC's A Little Late with Lily Singh is going to be ending after Season 2. Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy are producing a new Amazon horror anthology series, so I love the sound of that. Sega, Square Enix, and several other companies have been confirmed for E3 2021, so we're finally getting E3 back. That's cool. 
Amazon has officially nabbed the global rights to the upcoming Sony Camilla Cabello led Cinderella picture. That's right, we've been talking about this Cinderella pick with musical singer um, Camila uh, Camila Cabello leading it, and it was supposed to hit theaters, but now Amazon has picked up the rights to that. Uh, Owen Wilson is set to star in Paramount's new action picture comedy Secret Headquarters. Billy Crudup is set to lead Apple TV Plus's newest dramedy series called Hello Tomorrow. Courtney Cox says that the Friends reunion will include special surprises. I would hope so, man. You got to do something special for a for a reunion series. Anton Fuqua's Mark Wahlberg-led movie Infinite is going to be heading directly to Paramount Plus. That's right. So finally, Paramount Plus is stepping into the game, right? They have a streaming service. This used to be CBS All Access. A couple months ago in March, it got rebranded as Paramount Plus, and there hasn't been much different to the streaming service other than the name change. We've been hearing, you know, that they want to get into the, you know, the movie game a little bit more. They want to do more stuff. They want to have more exclusive content. We talked about how movies within 45 days after theaters will go straight to Paramount Plus to stream, which is really, really cool. But we haven't had anything direct until now. This movie was supposed to be in theaters and Paramount Plus making the decision to say, oh, you know what? We're going to make this an exclusive movie like how Netflix does and Hulu does and HBO Max does. It's time that they step up. It's time they do something like this. And I love this idea. So we finally get our first original flick to Paramount Plus and it's going to be this big action movie with Mark Wahlberg directed by Anton Fuqua. I'm super excited. That pairing has me stoked just with that alone. And I've seen zero footage or know nothing about this movie. But I'm down, and I love the fact that it's coming to Paramount+. Plus. I believe it will hit Paramount+, Plus in June, uh, June or July. So I'm super excited about that. And Paramount+, Plus saying that, hey, by 2022, they want to have an original movie or some kind of movie drop almost on a weekly basis on the streaming platform. They're really doubling down on Paramount+, Plus and they really want to beef it up. So get ready, man. It's going to be content overload. Uh, very excited about that. Caitlin Deaver is set to star in the new take on Romeo and Juliet. So that's interesting there. Mads Mikkelsen also says that he'll be creating his own brand new character for Indiana Jones 5. I love that. We have some first look set photos of Diego Luna in his upcoming Star Wars show that we've been waiting for. The prequel that goes with Rogue One coming to Disney Plus here soon that they're still currently filming. Disney Plus has set a Halloween special for Muppets. That's right, Muppets Haunted Mansion will be coming to Disney Plus. Justice Smith uh, doesn't think that a sequel will happen to Detective Pikachu. He wants one, but he says there's been zero talks about it. So that's unfortunate because this was a big hit. And I know Ryan Reynolds talked a lot about doing a sequel. So I don't know what's going on with this. But as of right now, star Justice Smith doesn't think that the sequel is happening. Jesse Williams is going to be leaving Grey's Anatomy after 12 seasons. So, that's a big hit for Grey's Anatomy, man. That's a fan favorite right there. Big, big hit, Jesse Williams, leaving Grey's Anatomy. Sandition has been renewed for seasons 2 and 3 over at PBS as they've decided to reverse their cancellation that they had previously said. Ali Wong has joined the time travel drama adaptation over at Amazon called Paper Girls. It's a great addition there. Love Ali Wong. Um, 
Yeah, so Paramount Plus says they are going to be kicking off a mountain of movies marketing campaign where they'll highlight thousands of new movies that they're adding to Paramount Plus, including blockbuster hits and exclusive originals. Uh, And then, like I said, that they're looking to... um, Yeah, so Infinite will hit in June, and then they're looking to do debut one original movie a week beginning in 2022. So that's awesome, man. Good on Paramount+. Plus. Sasha Baron Cohen will receive the Comedic Genius Award at the 2021 MTV Movie and TV Awards. So congratulations there. Well well deserved. Lily Singh, even though her late night show is ending, she will star in a new Netflix comedy from Kenya Barris. So congratulations there to her on that. Idris Elba will star in a new Warner Brothers action film called Stay Frosty. I love that. Uh, Tom Welling says he's open to play Superman opposite Robert Pattinson's Batman if they can make it happen That would be really cool but that's definitely dream casting I guess Tom Welling is actually good friends with Robert Pattinson so he was like hey I'll be Superman and his Batman and we can make it happen So, um, But yeah like I said I don't see that ever happening but it's cool to hear him say because Tom Welling always seems to have been against doing the Superman thing But I love hearing him say that in some sad news, and I don't know if they're playing us or whatever the case may be, but Dave Batista came out kind of over the weekend and says he's done playing Drax after Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. So this was very interesting there. You know, he says that'll be the last time he plays Drax. That's the end of his Marvel contract. Um, and then there was a back and forth on Twitter between him and James Gunn, where James Gunn was like, if there's no Dave Batista, then there's no Drax. And then. Dave Batista was like, well, if there's no James Gunn, then there's no Drax either. You're like, you know, like like we started this thing together, we end this thing together, kind of, you know, friends for life kind of a message. Um, who knows? You know, I always say with these things when people come out early like this and say, oh, I'm done, that, you know, we just wait for that big money truck to back up to their house. Beep, beep. Dropping, you know, dropping that money on his lawn And then he's like, alright, let's do some more Drax Um, You know, and I I know, I mean, supposedly the reasoning why Is that he's just getting older, he's in his 50s now He's obviously got to stay in incredible shape to be Drax Because he's always shirtless Um, They could just throw a jacket over him I mean, they just need to do the mystique thing with Jennifer Lawrence, right? She didn't do all the makeup after all that time But his makeup is really, really intense Because not only do they have to paint him But they have to do all the tattoos and everything on him Which is just so time consuming That was why he said if they offered me a Disney Plus show I wouldn't even do it Because it would just take too much time with the makeup And I think he's just kind of over it Between the makeup and and his age and everything going on It's a lot to do Um, But once again I do feel that if James Gunn comes back And the money comes back That uh, we might see Dave Bautista return Because it's obviously his biggest role So we'll have to wait and see But at this point he is saying That this will be his last time as Drax in Volume 3 um, Hillary Duff, who of course we talked about is doing a new How I Met Your Father series over on Hulu She says that the new show will have ties to the original series So that's pretty interesting there, so we'll have to see how that goes um, But I do like that, because I know originally they had always said that it was just going to be an original series It was just like a spinoff And now they're saying it'll have original ties, which I do dig, so we'll see what they do with that We have your first look at Lily James and Sebastian Stan as Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee And I gotta tell you dude, they killed it with this casting I remember when I first heard this, I was like, nope, it's not gonna work, that's stupid And then I saw the pictures and I was like, holy crap dude, they look awesome She looks just like Pamela 
Anderson. If you just showed me a picture of her and said, who is this? I've been like, that's an old school picture of Pamela Anderson. And Sebastian Stan, dude, once they added the tattoos and everything, he looks a hell of a lot like Tommy Lee. So I'm down, man. This looks really, really cool. So we'll, we'll see how this one pans out over there on Hulu. God, if you're older like me, you remember probably in the 90s there was this VHS series called Faces of Death. And it was uh, very crazy. It was, it was a series that pretty much said you were watching real life death. That, that these were real people dying on camera. And it was creepy, man. But it almost it was one of those things like you just had to watch. You just had to see it because you were like, oh, my God, did I really just see this person die? And and that was what we saw. Um, you know, since the time of those tapes coming out, some people say it was real. Some people say it was staged. Who knows? But it sounds like Legendary Films is going to be doing a reimagining of Faces of Death. So... What they can get away with, I don't know, but Faces of Death might be making a comeback, so we'll have to see how that pans out. Theatrical windows may formally be getting shorter very soon. That's right. I mean, it looks like because of the pandemic, movie theaters and theatrical window will never be the same again. You know, no more like waiting three months, four months for movies to be out of the theaters, then go to home video. Now it sounds like, you know, three weekends a month. You know, like it's really shrinking the window because everybody's just at home and just waiting for things to go to streaming. And it's just messed with the theatrical experience that we don't think they're going to ever get back. So very interesting article there talking about the theatrical window. It looks like the Nash Bridges revival is moving forward as they've just landed Diara Kilpatrick and some more people to the cast. Bonnie Somerville uh, and more are set to star against Don Johnson and Cheech Marin. That's right, coming back for Nash Bridges. And I think it's coming to the USA Network, which aired the original series as well too. So, man, I really didn't think this was going to get up and running, but it sounds like it is. Uh, the team behind the movie Freaky is reuniting for a new movie called Time Cut, which they say is like Scream meets Back to the Future. I love that comparison. Scream meets Back to the Future. It's called Time Cut, a horror movie with time travel. I am down. I really, really am. This sounds really cool. I'm down for Time Cut. Let's roll. Uh, MJ Rodriguez is set to star in Apple's new comedy series with Maya Rudolph. So that is going to be coming soon to Apple TV+. Uh, the show Absentia will end with season three over on Amazon. There's a new mob drama coming to Fox called The Cleaning Lady, which will star Elodie Young. I do like Elodie Young. She was awesome as Electra in the Daredevil series over on Netflix. And yes, this is based on the Argin Ar Argentine drama, which will have the series star Elodie Young as a doctor who becomes a cleaning lady for the mob and plays the game by her own rules. I like the sound of this one, dude. I'm down. Theo James will be exiting Sandition um, after a surprise two-season renewal. He's saying, I'm out, and that he feels he uh, his journey has concluded the way that he wanted it to. Uh, let's see here. A new country music drama has just landed a series over order over on Fox. The Teen Titans Go and the DC Superhero Girls Team Up will be airing later this month. It'll be a four-episode special event, which is pretty awesome there. 
the Overlord anime movie has been announced alongside season four. So there you go there for those people that know Overlord. Marvel's Modoc show that's going to be coming to Hulu is not a part of the MCU. I could have told you that a year ago, um, but people were still confused. And so I'm letting you know it is not a part of the MCU. Uh, Michael B. Jordan says he supports the Black Panther sequel moving forward And he loves the Wakanda Forever title So good job there Um, The CW's Flash has added Jordan Fisher as the character Impulse And we have some first look photos of him in his suit And it actually looks straight out the comic book, man They did a good job with that one Um, Let's see here Um, Akira... Toriyama tells fans that an unexpected character will appear in the Dragon Ball Super Movie 2. So there you go. Just get ready for a new character. David Tennant is going to be joining the star-studded cast of The Amazing Maurice. Seth Rogen says he will no longer work with James Franco due to allegations against him. So he is distancing himself from James Franco after some of these um, allegations from females have come out about him So Seth Rogen is like hey, You know I, st- I stand by with the women And I won't be doing anything with him Anymore going forward The office's mystery sperm Donor has been revealed That's right after nearly 13 years Since the season 4 finale uh, We finally know who Jan's mystery Sperm donor is um, So you'll have to read the article I don't want to spoil it for anybody If you're interested Um Let's see here, Guy Ritchie's Wrath of Man led the box office over the weekend, so congratulations there, I love that It was number one with $8 million When Calls the Heart has been renewed for season 9 over on the Hallmark Channel The first big trailer finally came out for Venom Let There Be Carnage That's right, so we have the trailer up, it debuts in theaters on September 24th I loved this trailer Venom was such a pleasant surprise When it came out I love the voice of Venom I love the way Venom plays With his relationship with Eddie Brock And you see that more in this trailer Since they have become one And it's the, there's a ton of funny parts In this trailer Ketchup <laughs> You may eat her now um, it's really, really cool. I watched this trailer like four times yesterday. It's f- so much fun. And man, Woody Harrelson, Carnage. It just looks so good, man. So get ready for Venom. Let there be Carnage in theaters, only in theaters, September 24th. Check out that trailer if you haven't seen it yet. Hey, guys, it's been a long time, but we haven't done a full top 10 breakdown of the box office in over a year since the pandemic started. And I actually got my hands on the top 10, so I thought it'd be fun to read through it like we used to do. Number 10, Tom and Jerry um, bringing in uh, not too much money, uh, only $426,000, but hey, made it number 10. Number 9 is The Unholy. Number 8 is Nobody. Number 7 is Here Today. Number six is Separation. Number five is Raya and the Last Dragon. Number four is Godzilla vs. Kong. Number three is Mortal Kombat. Number two is Demon Slayer. And number one is Wrath of Man. So there you go. There's a quick rundown of your box office top ten. It's just kind of interesting to hear. We also have the first look poster of Venom 2, Venom Let There Be Carnage. The poster is awesome. I love it. It's up on our Instagram and our Twitter. So check that out if you haven't seen it. It's such a cool poster. I really, really dig it. 
We got character posters that came out for the Black Widow movie Those just dropped, so check those out We have a sneak peek at Cruella So check that out, that comes out the end of the month In theaters and on Disney Plus um, Fox has renewed Call Me Cat for season 2 And they have also um, given a green light to the new comedy series Pivoting The PlayStation 5 PSVR reportedly will feature 4K and eye tracking Ooh boy, I'm excited for the PS5's VR I'm really, really stoked on that one Hulu is set to air a nine-part documentary series based on the Los Angeles Lakers in 2022 So get ready for that Ah, congratulations again to Dave Batista, who comes up again in the news, not this time for Guardians, but because he has joined the cast of Knives Out 2. That's right, Ryan Johnson's new Knives Out 2 that's coming to Netflix. We just talked about that big deal a couple weeks ago, and now they've added Dave Batista to the cast. So congratulations, this is an awesome casting, and I can't wait to see Dave in Knives Out 2. Mads Mikkelsen says that the Indiana Jones 5 script is everything he wished it would be So that gets me really excited about that NBC has cancelled the Golden Globes 2022 And they've issued a statement around it So you can check that out if you're interested But yeah, no Golden Globes later next year ABC has officially renewed Grey's Anatomy and Station 19 spinoff So congratulations there Sony has also warned that the PS5 supply chain could be scarce until 2022 Ooh, that hurts, that hurts Phil Lord and Christopher Miller are set to direct The Premonition, a pandemic story So, hey, it's gotta be good if these guys are deciding to sign up for it Prodigal Son has been cancelled after two seasons So, you know, this show here, I started watching season one Got about halfway through and then kind of just got bored and gave up and then season two came out and I was like, you know what, maybe I should get back into it And then now it's been cancelled, so I'm glad I stopped So I'm gonna let that one pass away out of my rotation um, Dexter season nine, James Ramar, who played um, Dexter's dad in the original series Says that the revival won't include the original cast That's right, he says nobody was really asked to come back on this revival And that's kind of expected I mean, you know, we know that Dexter's taking place somewhere different It's not in Miami anymore um, So I don't know why you would have any of the original cast in there But James Ramar I still expected to pop up Since he played kind of like a ghost And, you know, Dexter's kind of inner monologue So, kind of interesting that he won't be back But I have a theory That I feel like uh, Jennifer Carpenter Who plays his sister on the show That she might be in the show And actually play the new Internal dialogue for him instead of the dad So just my idea We'll see if that one pans out We have the first trailer for Solos Which is coming to Amazon Prime This thing is star studded Man, it's got Anne Hathaway, Anthony Mackie uh, Helen Mirren um, Morgan Freeman it, There's a whole bunch of people in this thing So check out this trailer, man it looks really trippy Sports Center host Kenny Mayne Is leaving ESPN after 27 years we talked about that new Fox comedy called Pivoting that is coming soon uh, That will star Eliza Coop, Jennifer Goodwin, and Maggie Q as impulsive besties So I like the casting here on this, I love being Maggie Q And Eliza Coop is really great also, so I'll, I'll check it out, we'll see how it goes Freeform has set some summer premiere dates for Good Trouble, Grownish, and Motherland for Salem So check that out if you're interested to see when your favorite show is coming back Jamie Bell has joined Elizabeth Moss in the new Apple uh, show Shining Girls 
A Pothymus DMX album of all new original songs will be coming soon. We have the first trailer for Fatherhood, a new Kevin Hart Netflix comedy as an ode to single dads. I really like this trailer um, and looks like a fun, fun movie, man, especially as a dad to a little girl. And that's what this movie's about. So check out the trailer for Fatherhood starring Kevin Hart. Diego Bonetta is joining Annie Garcia in the new Father of the Bride remake. So great addition there. And with that note, that's the end of our news, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we did it. We did it in under 45 minutes. Look at us go. Uh, that's our stuff, guys. Once again, check out Wrath of Man, Psycho Gorman, Jupiter's Legacy, Girls 5 Eva, and uh, Search Party. Check those all out now streaming. And um, hey, make sure you bookmark our website, amiontheair.com. That's the easiest way to get to everything we do. Don't forget to subscribe to our spinoff podcast feed, Am I on the Air Quick Bites, so you can get all the notifications for when we drop a quick bite on you. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash am I on the air. Follow me on Twitter at dxdonmega. Make sure you like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash am I on the air. Um, make sure you follow me on Stardust at simply donmega, D O N M E G A. Follow us on TikTok. Just search am I on the air. We got a lot of reviews and stuff like that on TikTok. Um, and of course, subscribe to us on our podcast feed, of course, Apple Podcasts, download, rate, and subscribe, leave us a five-star review, if Apple Podcasts ain't your thing, I love Spotify, we're on Spotify, Amazon Music, we're on there now too, and we look awesome on Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Podchaser, Google Podcast. we're all over the interwebs, just give us a subscribe wherever it is the easiest for you to listen to us. Um, and don't forget Instagram, YouTube, just search Am I on the Air. And thank you to our great affiliates at reddragonsradio.com. That's reddragonsradio.com. So make sure you follow along on that. That'll do it for me on this Monday, May the 10th. Go check out that Venom trailer if you haven't seen it yet. So, so good. Um, but hey, you know, this weekend I will be checking out Spiral. That's right, from the Book of Saw. The Saw spinoff Spiral with Chris Rock and Samuel Jackson. Got my tickets already for IMAX this weekend. So we'll be talking about that next week. And, uh, and anything else that pops up in this crazy world of entertainment news. So take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time, y'all. Peace! Bye, everybody. Red Fraggins! Red Fraggins!